Welcome to BBB Books, Bevs, and Babes, an irreverent virtual book club with two book-loving brown girls. I'm Shia. And I'm Jenica. Hi, hello, welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Um, This episode will be on Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore, a... uh, Basically a fluffy romance. Yeah, Yeah, Regency romance. romance. (laughs) Historical romance. Yeah, it was just like a fluffy in-between from our last one, the, well, fourth wing, and then our next one, which we'll we'll talk about at the end. Yeah, I don't know if everybody's kind of got... We're trying to stack our, um, our book our book episodes so that we are like doing one more complicated or serious or psychological thrillery type book and and stacking some kind of fluffier books in between just so that we're not getting like um you know book fatigue (laughs) yeah Um, yeah because sometimes too much of one thing like I, I can't I can't switch very easily from like going from fantasy to fantasy to fantasy if they're different in different worlds because it's just a lot of brain power of like trying to like stuff into your brain okay what world am I in how does the magic work like what's particular about what's happening here right and then, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm, I, you go from thriller to thriller yourself. So, I mean, yeah. doesn't that feel like I, it gets too much? I actually don't mind going from thriller to thriller. However, there are some times that I, my thriller has thrilled me so much that I get scared <laughs> and I need to get have a fluffy book in between. And okay. so I will occasionally read a fluffy book, but I don't mind going from thriller to thriller. Yeah, I mean, I, I typically don't. <laughs> I, I typically don't do, unless it's all in the same um, series, I won't jump from a fantasy right mm-hmm. into another fantasy series. It's sense. just, it's too much. Yeah. Um, well, I see yeah. what you're saying too, because your fantasy world, there's a lot to set up. And yes. so I get, I get that. I get taking a break from that and going to something a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. You just basically know every time you're reading a fantasy that your first hundred plus pages are going to be you're going to be confused mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're going to be definitely like, found that out <laughs> yeah you have to be like whose names do I have to remember what's going on like I, I I think Crescent City was the one where you were like oh F this I'm absolutely not going to continue on here do you know that was the well I think we've talked about this yes. that is the first book that I was like nope can't do it yeah I cannot do this I and I don't blame the first you book I put away <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I, only my like se- like serious loyalty to Sarah J. Moss had me like pushing through. And you know what's funny is that I didn't really like the series at all for Crescent City. Like I read that book and the second, though only the second book after, basically because I was like, well, I just like I'm in it. I'm gonna have yeah, to finish you it. Have to. But I really didn't like how she wrote that book. Like it was way too many characters, way too many jumping between viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And again, the beginning, it was just like so much jargon and names and locations. Mm-hmm. And you have absolutely no idea what's going on. And then as soon as you get comfy, she like kills a bunch of people that you thought were important. <laughs> you were like, what the hell? I mean, so I feel like that. you have to like make a family tree for that book. Wait, you how do. many, how you many eventually... books were in that series? So far, there's only two. Oh, the, oh, okay. The third one is coming out. And the third one is interesting because it's crossing over into the Aquatar yes. series. I remember you being like very excited about that. Yeah. So that was the real, that's the reason because I heard that that was ca- happening. I wanted to figure that out because I didn't want to 
read and like not know what was going on in the Akatar world. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is very off topic because we are not here to it be is. talking about fantasy. Um, I think this is the most we're going to have to talk about is this completely yes. off topic. Yeah, this episode is going to be a short episode. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. This yeah. Is, yeah. This I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I, I I will go through the synopsis. We'll talk about our drink pairings um, yeah. and our ratings, of course. But please look back at our previous episode of Half of Half a Soul. It's yeah gonna be the same, pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> so let's same. start with our let's start with our drinks. Um, I chose a I've I've done tea for the podcast before, but you know when I'm in a regency, all I want is a good English breakfast with sugar and milk. It just puts me back into all the tea, the, the tea I drank when I was visiting the UK at every bed and breakfast, at every meal, basically, at the end of every day. It was English breakfast with um, sugar and like one or two lumps and some milk for me. So that's what I wanted to drink while I was um, reading this book. Yeah, and warm and fuzzies. Well, mm-hmm. I there was a drink mentioned in this book. It was the mint julep, but I don't like mint julep, so I got a I made a mojito. And Shai and I were talking about this, like what is the difference between a mojito and a mint julep? And I actually had to look it up. So I mean, I, just mm-hmm. for you know people to know, mojitos are made with rum, while where um, mint juleps are made with bourbon. With bourbon? Yeah. I thought the same as you. I thought it was made with gin. But the alcohol is different. And also, mojito is made with some kind of, like, juice. Like, fruit Mm. juice. Mm. Um, So those are the... the, That's a difference. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I thought that was interesting. Mm, That's Um, interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. I, uh, you know, I like mojitos because they're, like, refreshing. But... Only because mint julep was mentioned in this book would I have chosen that. Otherwise, yeah, it was, I'm with you. I probably would have chosen tea. Tea, yeah. We should have gone to tea (laughs) somewhere. We we could just do both. Both of us do tea. We can go to afternoon (laughs) tea somewhere. I know a really cool place. We (laughs) should. There's a there's a place in San Diego that does that does like tea that's decent. But Mm -hmm. yeah, we should do like a BBB thing at a tea house. I would love that. Oh my god, we can do one of our episodes there. Mm-hmm. No, we can't. We're not gonna bring. <laughs> we could. We <laughs> could do like disturb. a. We could do like a uh, clip, a short That's clip. True. Yeah, we could. We could do. Is this, it's just gonna be AS, It's just gonna be ASMR <laughs> of us sipping our tea. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, us going. Mmm. Mm, good. <laughs> That's yummy. some good tea. <laughs> While we're spilling the tea, also drinking sure. and spilling. Sure. All right. So I'll just go into the synopsis of Bring, Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore. England, 1879. Annabelle Archer, the brilliant but destitute daughter of a country vicar, has earned herself a place amongst the first cohort of female students at the renowned University of Oxford. In return for her scholarship, she must support the rising women's suffrage movement. Her change recruit her charge, sorry, not change, her charge, recruit men of influence to champion their cause. Her target, Sebastian Devereux, the cold and calculating Duke of Montgomery, who steers Britain's politics at the Queen's command. Her challenge, not to give in to the powerful attraction she can't deny for the man who opposes everything she stands for. Sebastian is appalled to find a suffrage squad 
that has infiltrated his ducal home, but the real threat is his impossible feelings for green-eyed beauty Annabelle. He is looking for a wife of equal standing to secure the legacy he has worked so hard to rebuild, not an outspoken commoner who could never be his duchess. But he wouldn't be the greatest strategist of the kingdom if he couldn't claim his alluring blue stocking with the promise of a ring. Or could he? Locked in a battle with rising passion and a will matching her own, Annabelle will learn just what it takes to topple a duke. I'm sorry, I had to laugh because this is the cheesiest thing I've ever read. And I stopped reading synopsis, synopses, because ever since we kind of started. But if I had read the synopsis before reading the book, I probably would have said I don't need to read the book. Yeah, I think that the synopsis pretty much... We, I don't think we really necessarily need to even um, no. like basically go into the plot of the book. No. I will say I liked this book. I'm not going to say I didn't like it because I did like it. It was it was pleasant. I, I knew what the plot was going to be based on like the first two chapters. Like you meet them both. They t- The backstory was given and you could see how their paths were going to cross just based on like the little breadcrumbs that were given in those first couple of chapters and then of course it happened almost exactly as i expected it to. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but that's no, not same. bad no it this was well, yeah it was a nice fluffy book yeah. i didn't hate it it was yeah. fine yeah <laughs> so basically yes annabelle poor commoner dependent on her horrible cousin because of course she can't own anything her dad mm-hmm. you know died and left her alone and of course, everything goes to the cousin. So there's the mm-hmm. incompetent cousin who basically turned her into Cinderella and she worked for him and she just like bamboozled him into leaving. And I just love that she was like, how much would it cost to cover my labor? And he's like two pounds a month. And of course, she just does it for free. And then she has to spend two. She has to give two pounds a month to him. Just so she can go to, to college. To, so she can go to college <laughs> to, to replace her labor. She doesn't see two pounds a month from him for her labor. So I just mm-hmm. thought that was like interesting. Of course, like women's labor is completely not compensated. I mean, we've had this discussion. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to replace a housewife's work, a house, house, you know, a stay at home mom's work, you have to pay for an, you would have to pay for a full time 24 seven nanny. You'd have to pay for a nurse. You'd have to pay for a, a cook. chef. Yeah, chef. You'd have to pay for a daily house cleaner. You'd have to pay for like a personal assistant. And it ends up being like, you know, their value of somebody's stay at home parenting is like mm-hmm. 300K a year. And of course, you know, and how can any man go, go on to like, you know, do well in his career if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't have somebody doing all those tasks for him at home. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but basically we basically, if you, if, if you listen to the half a soul, which was a book that I liked even better than this one, but um, I had a whole, I was literally sending messages to Jenica being like, I could just like copy paste what I, what I was ranting about, you know, women not having rights and getting passed on to their, you know, whoever. But this book was actually about them trying to change it was during the Mm -hmm. suffrage movement where they were like trying to get women to vote so they could just not become, you know, the women's marriage property act or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like trying to step in the direction of not being just chattel, just being like, you know, passed on to whomever women, you know, being able to own something. Um, but anyway, so she is against the, the Duke is basically trying to get his castle back and agrees to be the, isn't it funny though? Did you enjoy how like the, he agreed to like 
um, be the center of the Tory party or like the representative yeah. for the Tory party. And I was like, there's still a shitty party. Yeah. <laughs> there's still, <laughs> there's still the worst ones <laughs> to this day. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so I know you like this more than, or sorry, you like half a soul more than this. I kind of like this yeah. more because I thought it was a little bit more progressive or trying yes. to be a yes. little bit more progressive. Well, this is later in date. This is a later date. Yeah. The Regency period spans like 200 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like this is later towards like the m- more modernization, mm-hmm. like towards the industrial, revolu- industrial revolution. So this like this book was set further forward in history mm-hmm. than the typical books. Like they didn't even have an inkling of trying to make any changes back then. They couldn't. <laughs> and it wasn't until the suffrage movement that it that it started to happen. But but anyway, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it, it, she basically meets the Duke who is again trying, is being forced to head this party that, you know, maybe he does, he, at the, maybe at the beginning he agreed with them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the end, he, he like renounced everybody and lost everything and they're together at the end. <laughs> yeah. I will say that I, something that annoyed me a little was just like the back and forth back. Like it was too, yeah. one too many times back and forth. They could have just and she stopped. was like way too principled. She was like, I won't yeah. be like your mistress. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, given like, given like the options you have, that sounds pretty great. Yeah. Like if I were a commoner and I was in her shoes, I'd been like, yeah, like, cool. hell yeah, hook me up. <laughs> yeah, hook me up. See, get yeah. me that house. Get me the stipend. Get me whatever. I'll hoard it all so I yeah. can, you know so that I won't be destitute like I would been like yeah that sounds like a great like let's drop some plans yeah and it sounds like he would have drawn up terms she would have Mm -hmm. had it in writing boom then fine I understand that there was nothing in writing but you know no he wanted to do it officially and I would have trusted him to do it in the right way I am not that principled though you and I see we're on the same page (laughs) I'd have been like if your options are go back to being a slave you know an unpaid servant at your cousin's house Mm -hmm. and like raising all their kids you know, or, um, gosh, what were other options? Basically that was her only option. Mm-hmm. It was that or, oh, marry the professor. Oh yeah. Marry, marry the professor. Yeah. yeah. But then you, you would have more freedom, but you'd be poor and you wouldn't really love him. Yeah. I would have been the mistress. Yeah. I would have chosen the mistress yeah. all the way. And, yeah. you know, let's be realistic. No, no Duke is going to, in that time period, would have actually done what he did, especially yeah. when he didn't have a competent second person to help, you know, step up. Yeah. You know, he had this brother who was like, you know, didn't want to do any of it. You know, so, I liked the brother a lot, actually. I did too, but I also <laughs> thought that I was like, come on, grow a pair. But he was also like 18, right? And Nine, this guy yeah, was... 18. Whatever. Yeah. He was still a teen. And, uh, um, you know, I understand back then it was, you know, he was a man, basically. But, yes. you know, I thought he was... I, I actually really liked his character a lot. The, uh, when I mentioned like the going back and forth, back and forth, like one too many times, I would have loved it if she accepted his marriage proposal when he, <laughs> when he did it the first time and then been like, okay, now we're done. Now yeah. let's try to figure out how we're going to work out like the Duke and Connor yeah. kind of part. I, the back and forth was I understood why she did it this way because anybody who actually loved the Duke probably would also not want to ruin his life, right? Because that's basically tantamount to ruining (laughs) his life. But you know, again, if I had, if I was like, okay, here, here, we're, we're, I'm bluffing. I'm not going to be your mistress, and he Mm -hmm. ups the ante and is like, okay, then just 
fucking marry me i'd be yeah. like done done yes yeah, i don't care that i'm ruining your life like <laughs> yeah. let's do this i don't know again where maybe we're not yes. that principled or yeah. maybe we're brown in our thinking but like <laughs> anything that's better for me and my progeny like sure yeah i yeah, yeah i didn't yeah she was too i get it i got it i understood but like she just like kept making things worse and worse and worse for herself and Mm -hmm. i was like literally you could have been a mistress you could have been a wife of a duke like could you just pick one like not be so self-sacrificing but that's just Mm -hmm. like was her personality and he was so sweet he was was like yeah finish finish school like i'm not telling you like what the heck man Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i the other thing that this is the only like nitpicky thing she didn't call him by his first name until that's normal so much really totally normal just to call him by his last name uh, for so No, long? that's not even his last name. That is the, oh, the, title, the title of his dukedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's his title. Yeah, that's oh. extremely normal. That'd be like, oh. you don't call, you don't go up to Queen Elizabeth and call her Elizabeth. I like, say, you hey, would not call her. You would not call her Elizabeth. <laughs> you would call her your majesty. And then that's pretty much it. Like, you would not call her Elizabeth. So most of the time in all of these books, they would call them by their title. So he's the Duke of Morningwood or whatever the hell. I don't remember Montgomery. Montgomery. You would call, yeah. you would call him Montgomery um, or you call him your grace. But mm-hmm. you would not necessarily call him Sebastian unless you were, like, in bed with each other. Yeah, and even the, then they were yeah <laughs> well then saying. even then it's like she's still a commoner right like it's not, it was probably was not in her to be like yeah can i just call you by your first name because this is getting yeah. weird bassy like already <laughs> calling Bass. him something other than your grace is probably yeah, i know probably that was like lot. too much yeah yeah but i okay maybe that that's my ignorance mm-hmm. with like these kind of books yeah. i was just like oh my god you've no that's on purpose many they many don't. times and then you unless he t- unless he told her which he didn't until that point unless he told her specifically yeah. call me sebastian she would not have permission to have said that this is how much the, there was such a power difference like such a power imbalance and i did like how she kept bringing that up like of course like the feminist kept being like of course you know, you're going to fall for him. Look at the difference in power. Like, Mm -hmm. of course he made you do it. It's not your fault. It's his fault. Like there's a power imbalance. He's going after you and he basically seduced you. Yeah. You wanted it, but like, it's the power imbalance makes it his fault. Like that's the, that's true. I did like that. They, they did show that that shows like, um, like the feminism portion of Mm -hmm. this book, because it's true. Like if you don't even feel comfortable calling somebody by their first name until they give you permission to do so, then maybe there's a huge power imbalance that maybe should be rectified before you guys have relations. Mm. Well, that's what I mean. Before you have relations. That's what I mean. He should Um, have done it. So not her. He should have told her, call me Sebastian earlier. Mm. That was, yeah. That, that was something that I was like, oh, that's kind of awkward. But um, well, the thing is, I don't even think anybody calls him Sebastian, really. Like, even his brother would call him Montgomery, I think, right? Yeah, and I think he said he called him Sir. Yeah, so that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, they just, like, there's not a lot of intimacy with the first name with even, like, the people that they're, that they're closest to. Mm-hmm. Well, that was basically the book. Yes. Right? We can go into our ratings. Sure. Let's go straight into it. There's nothing else to say. How would you you rate the writing? Um, I thought the writing was good. I would give it a four. I didn't mind it. I would give the writing a four as well. I thought it was fine. I I did find it 
easier to put down than like some of the other books we've been recently mm-hmm. reading. Um, but that didn't mean that it was bad writing. It just maybe wasn't what was catching my attention at this point. All right. How would you rate your drink? Oh, I like mojitos. They're very refreshing. So I would rate it a five. How about you? Mm-hmm. I love English breakfast tea <laughs> with a little sugar and milk, like five out of five. That was five my favorite thing. Five. Yeah. I would always have it with like a little digestive, like these like little, these little um, digestive biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> and in England when I was there and it was just like tea and cookies, it was just like the best thing ever. So five out of five. All right. How would you rate for plot? Um, I probably same like a four. I, I, I mean, I just came back from London and mm-hmm. so it was very, I liked that, like how he was talking about parliament and, mm-hmm. you know, London and the palace. And I loved it because I went to all those places. And so I literally, I mean, I'm sure anybody can picture that, but I was, I was just there. Just there. <laughs> so I was That's like, oh so my God, nice. I love this. Yeah. That's like so a I, little nostalgia. I really enjoy it. Exactly. So I, nice. I, I loved it for that reason. So also a five or sorry, a four. Five is we should low. be putting well no five is a lot Pump the brakes. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I would say four as well I mean it's very predictable but it it did what it needed to do mm-hmm. and I like predictable I, I told you like this used to be one of my favorite genres I just read a lot of Regency historical romance back in the day mm-hmm. and um and all of the plots are basically along the same lines power imbalance you know w- woman and man the man you know, eventually, you know, giving into the power of the woman. Anyway, it's just mm-hmm. basically all the all of the plots are basically the same, but I love it. What can I say? <laughs> all right, spice. There was a little bit of spice, but I thought there was more romance. So I mm-hmm. would say like a two for spice and then like mm-hmm. a five for romance. I agree with you exactly. Two for spice, Whoa. five for romance. I loved Sebastian and um, yeah, this was a good go a good romance. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right, then what would you rate it overall? I'll rate it a four. Yes, me too. Oh my God. Wow. We, every single one, we've has, never, we've never think this is the first time. <laughs> high five. Every single air high five. Yes, too. air high five. <laughs> I agree. We, we, we agreed on everything. Oh my God. Yeah. I think, <laughs> you know, I from the previous book fourth wing to this i think i just really enjoyed this one more because of the fluffiness and not really having to think that much and the nostalgia and stuff like that so this was just like more like warm fuzzies for me this book was at the right place at the right time for you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, I, I like it because again, this is, this is what I like. I was going to mm-hmm. have to, I felt like I was going to have to come on here and justify my four to you of being like, no, listen, this is just like what I like. You know, it used <laughs> to be like my favorite, my favorite genre and it just did it in a good way. So I was going to, well, I told you, I texted you and I said, I don't hate it. This yeah. Time, well, that could mean anything. Bad. That could mean this is not a one. No, you're right. <laughs> But also, like, I think with Half a Soul, I didn't enjoy the different realms and portals. And yes, well, that, that was fantasy. kind of part of it. That yeah. was fantasy. Uh, that was a fantasy Regency romance. Mm-hmm. So with not any spice. So it was different in its own way. But I thought it was perfect for what it was, mm-hmm. um, which was just basically a cozy, easy one with a little fantasy. So that I actually prefer that 
I rated that a five. This one does what does like it's a Regency historical romance. It does it just fine. It wasn't like knock your socks off, but it really did a good job. So very yeah. solid for. And I think we both agree, maybe, that Sebastian was our favorite character in this. Oh, for sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, they had a great romance. I think the chemistry was obviously there and believable. And, like, I feel like the there was, uh, you know, enough buildup. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. I do want to um, tee up the next one. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. It's called Don't Let Her Stay. That's, like, trending on everything right now. Mm-hmm. We had a friend that recently read this she's part of our little book club and um she read it in what like a day or two yeah, days she's or a something slow like reader. that yeah. yeah and so she said that she couldn't put it down so i'm really excited don't let her stay by nicola sanders Super i have to read that like one. on a day where i'm not doing anything else because if if priscilla stayed up reading this and couldn't put it down we're gonna be in trouble mm-hmm. we're gonna have to make sure that it's not like the night before going to work <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, it's gonna this be. Week is, yeah, it's gonna be a oh tough god. week. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I might. I might. Well, she. You know what? Remember what she said? She said that she was listening to it on audio first, oh, and yeah, then yeah. she switched over to reading it. Like okay, you know, through her book because yeah. she wanted to experience all the spooky things. So okay, that makes me really excited for like the spooky part of it. So don't let her stay by who? Nicola Sanders. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Yep. It should be. I guess that could, well, this was like the fun. shortest best book. Like this is the best. The, this is like the shortest yes. episode for one of the better books we've read. Yes. Yes. Which is awesome. Yeah. Well, but yeah. thanks for listening, guys. And happy reading. <laughs> happy reading, everybody. 